Welcome to Parenting Your Sensitive Child. Parenting a highly sensitive child can feel overwhelming, and all the parenting books in the world can only get you so far if your head and your heart are out of alignment with your child's. I'm your host, Julia McGarry. Let's create a new parenting paradigm. Hey y'all, now that we're settling into the school year, I want to take a little time to talk about how we can work with our kids' teachers. Some of you may have already set up conferences to get to know your child's teacher. Some of you may have conferences coming up as part of the school's basic routine. Others may have kids in middle or high school and may feel this doesn't really apply to them anymore, but I want to encourage you to keep listening because this episode is really about how we regard teachers, our mindset and how it affects our own interactions with our children's teachers. And while your child may be old enough to handle most of their school business on their own, I'm sure we can all remember teachers that we needed more support with as we got older too. So to start off, I wanna acknowledge one current that I've observed in education over my whole life, a dynamic, if you will, and that's the home versus school dynamic. It can show up in a few different ways. It might look like parents saying, well, that's up to your teacher. I'm not a teacher. They know better than me. So in this variation, the parent is actually distancing themselves from school and putting full trust into the teacher to know what is best. The problem here is that it places school in a position of ultimate authority and creates a rift between school and home. And often kids in this specific home versus school dynamic feel they have to sort out their problems themselves, which isn't exactly what we want because more often than not, the problem is more complex than they actually understand. For example, they might think their teacher hates them, so they hate going to that class. But usually there's more to the situation, there's more to the story than that, and a child who thinks their teacher hates them needs our help building a better relationship with their teacher or resolving the problems that have them believing that story. Okay, another way this dynamic can play out is in an adversarial relationship between parents and teachers. This happens when we strongly believe that we need to advocate for our kids and we go into meetings with teachers ready for a fight. Don't get me wrong here, I'm absolutely in favor of advocating for your child, but there's a difference between advocating and being ready to fight, and it changes the interactions that you have with your child's teacher. So to put it a slightly different way, the first example that I gave was of parents who are completely willing to give full decision-making responsibility and authority over to the school and the teachers. The second example is parents who try to hold on to that authority and enter into any conversations with 
teachers with the school in an adversarial, confrontational manner. So what sort of dynamic do we want to have with our child's school and teacher? Ideally, we really want to move away from a home versus school dynamic and into a team dynamic. When you're part of a team, you're not putting the authority or giving the power away to somebody else. And you're not fighting against your teammates. So think about how different would your interactions with your child's school be if you truly believed you were all on the same team. And I want you to really take this question seriously because it's possible to have an adversarial mindset here and not even realize it. If you're worried about presenting the right information to the teacher or you're worried about what they will think of you or how they will take what you have to say, there's some sort of us versus them mentality at play here. And that never serves you or your child. So how do you start to shift that? I'd start with the thought, we are on the same team. Because it really does shift so much. If you're on the same team, you both have your child's best interest in mind. And when you meet, you're meeting to share observations and ideas so the whole team knows what's going on and has the full picture. If you're on the same team, you are working together to understand, and some of that fear of judgment lifts away too. If you're on the same team, you are meant to collaborate. Now, I highly recommend doing this early. Set up a meeting to share notes early if you can, before it feels like there's really a need to do it. And if your schedule doesn't allow for meetings easily, that's okay. Or maybe the teacher doesn't have time to meet with all the parents and you wanna be respectful of the teacher's time. That's an important thing to take into consideration. You can still work together with your child's teacher to support your child at school. It just might look like sending an email or making a phone call to say, I want to do what I can to support you and my child in the classroom this year. So I'd love to establish a clear line of communication and I'd love to share a few pieces of their story with you because I think it might help you connect with them more. You can absolutely tailor what you say to your child's situation. Don't feel bound by a script. Remember, you're on the same team, and this is about building a supportive relationship dynamic for your child. You wanna start on this before something goes wrong. Now, that said, I know that there are some of you out there who are already struggling with big challenges like school refusal. And I want to encourage you to remember that your child is part of the team too. And I want you to try to take everything that they say seriously. If they say another child is mean to them, even if it seems like they're exaggerating, talk to the teacher and be sure they're helping with conflict resolution. 
be sure they see the problem because it's so easy for things that feel big and scary to our kids to fly under the radar. And if they're struggling, even if your first thought is that they're making a big deal out of nothing, or you're not sure that they're being totally honest with you, they need your help. If they're not being honest with you, they still need your help. They're dealing with something that feels big to them and they need you to see it and help them figure out how to solve it or to help them get the support they need to resolve it. And the behaviors you're seeing, whether it's school refusal, dishonesty, any other number of things that can come up, those behaviors are just symptoms of the problem. There's something that they're struggling with that isn't clicking for them. Your job is to figure out what that is and help them resolve it. Got it? Now, I know that this is a big topic, especially this part about figuring out what their underlying need or problem is, and that this is a time of year when new challenges surface. I want to remind you that you don't have to face it all alone. I strongly encourage you to go to my website, partneredpath.com, and book a launchpad call and consider joining Intentional Legacy Creators. It's my group program. Doors open September 25th, and our new cohort gets started with coaching on October 3rd. I'd love to have you join us. All right? I hope you have a good week. I will talk to you in the next episode.